Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, thanks for joining me for a new video. As you can see, I got two little Chihuahua puppies in my arms. This one's Onyx, you met him a couple months ago, and this is a brand new addition to the family. This is Juju, and uh, today we're gonna be doing, besides the puppies, we're gonna talk some business as well. Uh, we're gonna be doing an Etsy shop review. I'm gonna be giving you some tips on how you can improve your Etsy print-on-demand sales. So I'm gonna go jump on my computer, I'm gonna bring Juju with me, she'll be sitting on my lap, and we can get started. Hey guys, thanks again for joining me. I just watched that uh, intro clip back and man, did I look nervous. But I'll tell you what, it ain't easy rounding those two little puppies up and then holding them both at the same time because they're both so light and Juju, the new one, is so tiny and so little that if you don't wrap her in a blanket, you can't even feel her there. Uh, But she's here with me while I record this video. She's just going to sleep on my lap. So let's dive into things real quick. Let me introduce myself for the new viewers. So I'm Ryan Hogue. I've sold over $1.8 million on Amazon to date. If you'd like to follow the links in the description, I've got a free eight-day print-on-demand mini course get you set up with the Printful Etsy integration, which all the Etsy shops I've reviewed so far are using Printful, including the one we're going to look at today. Also, I've got a print-on-demand Facebook community. I'd love to have you there. And if you're not subscribed, I publish income reports on the first day of each month. Uh, It's becoming more and more popular, which I love because one of the reasons why I did it is I didn't see a lot of people, a lot of the the talking heads, as I like to call it, and I mean, I'm one of them, uh, showing proof that they actually do what they talk about. So I want this to become more common and I make a point of doing it every month. Also, I wrote a full print on demand course, 10 modules, over 70 lectures. If you would like to check it out, there's a link in the description. I'd love to have you. All right, so let's look at the Jones Design 20 Etsy shop. Now, they asked me to review their shop and I've just kind of got a little list of people who asked me to take a look at their shops and that's what I'm using during my uh, Etsy shop reviews and I'll try to do like one every week or every other week so let's take a look at their shop all right let's get started on this shop review so first and foremost I'm loving the big banner Uh, the big banner I think is worth using as opposed to the smaller banner I just think that you should deliver some powerful compelling message in this banner So here, um, for instance, if I was just giving personal feedback, like the Jones Designs 2020 part, I mean, it's like big, bold text that has no real relevance to anybody that's not familiar with your brand, which is, I mean, I'm just saying, please don't take this the wrong way, but it's like, I'm just saying it's probably who, like, it's probably nobody, right? You have 104 sales. I mean, my Etsy shop, for instance, I just made the, the shop name up. I pulled it out of thin air, right? Nobody knew about my brand and nobody cared. There was no brand loyalty. And I think as a trend, brand loyalty is dying, even to the big brands. So I would, if I'm going to put my brand name in the big banner, I'd probably make it really small text. And then if I have a really nice looking logo, I'd slap that up there. But again, like, so this is something I talk about in my web development course that I've been teaching now for I'm in my seventh year. It's crazy. This is one of the things on the curriculum. We talk about when you're laying a page out, they call this like UX UI, user experience, user interface. You want to kind of design for the inexperienced web user. You know, I, I think of it as the lowest common denominator, like not, not the tech experts, you know, like us, honestly, the people who see things from the seller perspective design for the person that doesn't use the internet as often and they're just coming to Etsy to make a purchase. So put some compelling value proposition in the banner in my mind. Uh, don't use too much text because when you see this much text, most people are just gonna scan right by it. They're not gonna they're not gonna read it, honestly. 
Um, I do like the message. Professionally designed, professionally printed face masks, shirts, leggings, and more. You could probably put that really small, though, and then put some big value proposition. Keep it few words. Like, for instance, just putting sale, exclamation point, in big, bold text, like, that would get somebody more likely to buy than than this message. So just first and foremost, I'm just saying. And then when when you say sale, you also should match that. Let's scroll down. So you've got some things on sale, I see. So you've got this uh, T-shirt and this necklace. You're running a 10% off sale. That's great. Um, but also, you know, I highly recommend always running a sale. And actually, it looks like you probably are because I see on sale – 1655 out of 1662. So that's great as well that you are um that you're crushing the uploads, which is great. Um but one thing that like you may want to do too, I'm seeing you're putting the same product or the same design on multiple products and what you can do to save money because these listing fees are going to add up. For instance, like we can really quickly do uh, 1,662 times 0.2. So that's $332 times four because that's quarterly. So that's $1,328 a year in Etsy fees just from the renewals. I'm just saying like you can just put a little blurb in your uploads or maybe make a generic image that you can upload to your uh, thumbnails that says, hey, this design is available on other products. Shoot us a message. And then in your description, have some generic copy-pastable, because again, we're always optimizing for time. Have some generic message that you can just put in the description, which again, I'm thinking it's going to be more effective if you put it in the thumbnails, just saying, uh, than the description, because look where the description ends up. It's like way down here in the bottom right corner. It's kind of hidden out of view. You know, they put the description over here in the sidebar when you have some reviews. If you don't have reviews, they put it over there on the the underneath the images and just say, hey, this is available on more stuff. Like always kind of optimize for efficiency. I know there's other ways to do it. Like you could add uh, the variations here and here, but I don't want to slow down too much. I'm assuming you're using the Printful integration or the Printify integration. And unless there's something that I don't know, I don't think there's a way of streamlining that you can make one design available on multiple products uh, easily. So what I was thinking then is that if somebody messages you and says, Hey, like I want to buy it on this product, then you can say, all right, well order the five XL, you know, this is just in theory, right? But if if it's a t-shirt and they want to have it on a hoodie, then you can say, Hey, order this on five XL and see what that price comes to, you know, you check first. And then, you know, you get the extra money because the five XL costs more money and the hoodie costs more money. So you try to make it match up and say, order the five X on the t-shirt I'll ship you the hoodie. What color do you want? Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm just kind of talking about what worked for me because, like, I'm always at a computer. So if someone messages me from Etsy, like, I just have my side monitor there. I'll see the email. I just respond. It's not a big deal. But I know not everybody is not everybody's a computer nerd like me. So you might not spend all day sitting at a computer. So if you do want to have this take care of itself, you would go this route where you just upload the same design to all these different product types. And then it will take care of itself because the integration is set up initially uh, between your production partner and Etsy. That was a long-winded way of explaining that. Hopefully, um, you guys are following. Sorry if it took too long. I never know. I feel like I go on these tangents. I'm um, just kind of giving you my thoughts as I go. So um, design-wise, I do really like how you did the gingerbread man. First and foremost, just going to say it. Like, you, 
you know how I always preach, like I want the design to be big and bold and easy to see in search results, which going to your shop mimics how it would look in search results too. So if you can't, like for instance, the, uh, so the grab and buy the ballot here, like clearly that, that red text doesn't contrast well with the burnt orange primary thumbnail. And all you have to do when you make the listing is move the, any move any other color like the gray just move it to the first slot and then you're good to go um so i mean i would definitely because having this as your primary is not helping uh additionally let me close out some of these additionally like this return to bta uh before trump's america like make sure that you can read the text easily in search results otherwise man like you know that people aren't reading the title, right? Like people are not, re people read with their eyes on the images. So you really want to highlight the design and make sure the text is readable. It's not just about contrast. It's about the size of the design relative to the overall size of the thumbnail. As much space as Etsy lets you occupy in search results. You really want to highlight the design because that's what people are buying. You know, it's, it's really common for people to like all have a place it, membership and they're all using the same thumbnails and i'm not saying they don't look good but a lot of times the place at mock-ups there the design is small and that's not really helping or maybe it is it's subjective but i mean i'm, I'm pretty sure like again i always go back to like go look up uh l-i-q-u-e leak go look them up on amazon merch they're the most successful brand those guys they design a very specific way i know you don't have as much control over the thumbnail but just go check out how they design it kind of speaks for itself you know um, so you have a lot of designs, a lot of uploads of this same design to various different products. You're just paying a lot of fees. I mean, that's perfectly okay. It's just, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna add up. So also this design that I keep coming back to, I mean, it's just one example, but, uh, I would just say that it's, I mean, I'm sure this can sell. I'm not trying to say it can't sell, but just from a strictly design perspective, uh, it looks pretty like elementary, you know, like if I had to make this same design, I'd probably remove the graphic and I would just do big, bold text and text that contrast together really well. Uh, as far as font choices, like I might do return to BTA in one font family and then the, uh, underlying text in a different font family i'm saying i might i might not you know you can also you, you can also contrast all do use all the same font but then contrast with font size font color like you're doing i think that looks great also the the red white and blue looks great um just just kind of giving some thoughts as i go again as far as designing goes like this design it looks great but the i just don't like how the text is like this looks more like a youtube thumbnail you know that's a that's like a youtube thumbnail strategy more than a t-shirt, I would say, with the the text over a uh, black box or really any color box behind the text. Um, I just don't see that on t-shirts that often, personally speaking. Uh, and then also, I was just going to mention this too. When we talk thumbnails, oh, the dog tags, I like that too. Um, just definitely zoom in a little bit more if you can, you know, just so that people can read this from the search results, that, that would be, again, what I would do. Uh, and another thing I was going to mention is, like, I did a video on my channel. I'll put a uh, link in the YouTube cards up here. 
but it essentially walks through how you can use Photopea or Photopea because I always say the name wrong. It's a free graphic design software to create better Etsy thumbnails where you can do what I keep talking about, which is like zoom in, highlight the design. I also show some recommendations about how to get various backgrounds so that you stand out and pop in search results from a lot of people doing very similar approaches. Like for instance, the white background. Most of these print-on-demand production partners, they do the white backgrounds because that's required by Amazon. But Etsy doesn't require it, right? But the white background's still the default. So most people use it by default. And you can really stand out in search results, in my opinion, by using a darker background since so many people use either the white background or light background. So if you're interested, I did, like, I'll, I'll link to the video which shows you everything you need or if you want everything kind of just done for you, you can drop me a, uh, you can spend seven bucks on Gumroad and you can just download the template that I put together for you with, like, all the blending options on the layers, 20 different backgrounds, etc. So I'm just throwing that out there. I put that together. Some people did take advantage, but again, also just check out the YouTube video. That's free. It also walks you through exactly how to do it. If you want to save seven bucks, no hard feelings either way. Just wanted to make that available. Um, so you got a lot of different uh, options as far as product types go. I do like that. I would address some of your primary thumbnails though. I mean, it's like, as I'm scrolling through, I'm seeing like poor contrast on text. Also, I don't like this mock-up in general because, like, the lace goes over the design. Um, and, like, this, too, the contrast of the text against the color of the primary thumbnail hoodie. Like, I would just make a habit of making designs that contrast well against the color black and then just use black thumbnails. Um, like, Amazon Merch, they almost always, you know, it's algorithmic, but they almost always put the black product as the uh, primary in search results. It's because it sells best. Um, so what else can we do? So you don't do free shipping. I think that's perfectly okay. I didn't really do free shipping on most products. I only did it on some of my t-shirts. I didn't see a big difference. I know that, that I know that more people will buy if you do free shipping, but, um, you can, you know, you can do free shipping and then increase prices. Oh, you do do free shipping on some. So yeah. All right. So, I mean, I think I'm just kind of repeating myself. I think you are on your way. You have a lot of products on a lot of well, you have a lot of designs and a lot of products, which is how you get to that 1,662 number, which by the way, my shop never got that high. And I was doing, you know, on average, like five, six sales a day, you know, on any day. And then the occasional like trend I would hit would really boost up my sales. Um, but I was just under 3000 sales before my departure from Etsy. So you should be seeing more sales. You may want to branch out into more niches. Um, oh yeah. It shows you the sales too. If you click there, that's interesting. So we can see what's selling. Also, another just general strategy, it's not related just to print on demand. This is just e-commerce in general. Whatever is selling, double down on that, all right? So um, I'm just looking right here and you're selling a lot of political stuff on your shop. But then when I'm looking here, like three of the first 12 designs are political. So maybe you can get away from some of, some of the politics as well. Um, just a thought, just thinking out loud. I mean, if you want to take your shop a specific direction, uh, also there's nothing wrong with that, but I mean, also your banner and your shop icon leverage that it seems like you're a very, uh, I mean, I don't know. I didn't look at that many pages, so I don't know if you're playing both sides or what, but I do see a lot of like anti-Trump sentiment, which we do know sells well. So why not just make that clear in your banner? 
you know, say something funny that's anti-Trump. Take take a popular anti-Trump shirt niche and just throw it up here. Or you know what I'd probably do now that I've seen some of your listings because I did all this live. I didn't pre-plan it. Take some of your thumbnails and throw them up here. Show some of your popular products or products that you really like that fit the theme of your shop. Throw them up in the big banner and then put something like, you know, flush the turd November 3rd on your banner. You know, something that gets gives people the idea of what your shop is really all about. Uh, I think that's good advice in general because, again, what when they come to your shop, the first thing they see is this. We haven't even seen – I mean, I am zoomed in a little bit, so they might see – well, no, they're going to see this because my monitor is taller than most. I have a 2550 by 1440 monitor, 2560 by 1440 resolution, so I see a little bit more than most um, as far as resolution goes, but that's besides the point. Before people see a product, they see this. Capitalize on that. You've got their attention Show them what your shop is all about right here. They say, oh, perfect. I was hoping to buy some anti-Trump stuff. And then they scroll down and, oh, there it all is. We've got, you know, we've got 47 pages of it. Let's see. You want to hit page 47 and see if it's, all right, some more generic kind of uh, pet lover stuff there. Page 43. Yeah, it's clear you've uploaded quite a bit of different designs and products. And I mean, I commend you for that. Most My most common critique is that people haven't uploaded enough. The one thing I'd say is like, Definitely adhere to good niche research uh, practices and really, I mean, I know 20 cents is is not a lot of money, but at the same time, you always want to be conscious of the fact that it's costing you money to to occupy real estate on Etsy. Um, it, again, if this was free, if this was the Amazon Printful integration, go wild with this stuff. But on Etsy and eBay where you pay, I always think you should be more strategic. So like... You know, like the all over prints here. I don't know if this is like well researched or not. Um, I haven't done any validation on it. So if this is something that's in high demand, then sure. If not, though, then, you know, I I wouldn't maybe throw this up on Etsy. Like what I used to do is take advantage of the free platforms with designs. And I mean, unless it was a design that I had researched, right? If I've done the research, fine. I'm throwing it up on Etsy regardless. But if it's like a okay design, I'm probably not throwing it up on Etsy. I'll throw it up on Amazon first. Amazon merch, Amazon printful integration costs me nothing. And then if I'm seeing sales traction, then I'll throw it up on Etsy. And if something's really selling well, boom, I'll throw it on eBay as well. But eBay is kind of like my last in the, in the order of platforms that I like or that I'm able to be successful on. So anyways, guys, I think I'm going to wrap this review here. I got little Juju with me. Let me see. Oh, she's upside down. I was going to pick her up and show you, uh, but I don't want to interrupt the Sleeping Beauty. Um, but thank you for watching this video, guys. Uh, if you made it till the end and you want to hit that like button, you should have hit the like button for the puppies earlier, but if you didn't, I'll forgive you if you hit it now. Also, if you want to subscribe, that would be greatly appreciated. But thanks for watching. I'll see you tomorrow.